So yes, as I was saying, it should be a very, very Goldblum night. So mm -hmm. like Deep Cover is a very Goldblum performance because you've got him doing his purring and all that. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, beige, you're, 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 you're a vision in beige, you know, like that. that. <laughs> yeah, I did that in the Jurassic World review and oh, it didn't work. No, didn't nobody, work. did anyone get it though? They got it, but I don't think it worked well. I don't think I had it right. So, I mean, like, like the fly would be another Goldblum performance. Yeah. So, fly and deep cover, that's a pretty good... Uh, it's a good mix. That's a pretty good uh, Jeff Goldblum double bill, I would imagine. I still like Jurassic Park as a backer, as a backup. As a backup? I mean, yes, the dinosaurs are great, but Jeff Goldblum's better. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Did I tell you I got the Funko Pop? Hold out uh, your hand, just let me put a little, little, little drop on you. See, you put the drop here, and it goes, and see the way it goes on your yeah, hand. Go, what am I, Lord Dern? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> if you were Lord Dern, I'd fuck you. <laughs> Shit. If I was Laura Dern, I'd fuck myself. Cheers. This is a podcast. It is a podcast. This is the McGann Price podcast. Yes, it is. Welcome. Welcome. We what are, are we doing about, apart from talking about Jeff Goldblum? Well, before we talk about uh, Jeff Goldblum, we should uh, probably tell our uh, loyal listeners that we are brought to you by Green Wait, Room. Wait, what, what's the show? We're doing Deadpool. Let's do Deadpool. What? Are we doing Deadpool? We'll do Deadpool. Alright, okay, fine. Let's, let's do, Deadpool do Deadpool then. Deadpool. So we're doing Deadpool. We're going to do a spoiler cast of Deadpool 2. It's a little bit late, but who knows? Maybe some of you haven't seen it yet. And mm. for those of you who haven't seen it yet, you probably don't want to listen to this because it's going to be a spoiler cast. Yeah, we're going to do spoilers from the we'll, offset. Uh, go for it. We'll give you a warning. Oh, oh, oh. We're going to do spoilers from the offset? It's been a while. It's been a while. Alright. So, yeah, this is just for people who've already seen the movie. Yeah. We're being selfish right now. Fuck it. If you haven't seen Deadpool, turn this shit off. We haven't done a podcast in over a month because Gavin was away, so... That's right. I've been in New York City. Mm -hmm. uh, I was doing a play called Thicker Than Water. I was there for a month. It was a glorious time. Met some really wonderful people. Worked with some very talented uh, performers. And uh, since coming back, I got back. The, next, the day after getting back, I had to fly to Bangkok uh, for... To... Uh, for uh, post-production on The Legend of Pontiana, which is looking good. Mm -hmm. It's looking good. Uh, we're almost locked. We're, we're almost at a picture lock, and I'm really happy with it. I uh, got back from Bangkok. I was in KL for a couple of days, and I had to go to Singapore for imaging for a show that I'm going to start shooting. Imaging? I thought you said, is that a photo shoot? Imaging is a, a fancy word for you go there, and they will do your hair and makeup and make you wear a bunch of shit that they think your character should wear. Oh. And they basically just... Uh, they basically just, you know, stand there and tell you all the things that are wrong with you. <laughs> oh, the life of an actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. You know, it's like, can we make him more handsome? <laughs> can we make him taller? Can we make him taller? <laughs> How's your bod? Do you, do you mind taking your shirt off? <laughs> just say, hey, dude, I've got a rockin' bod. Uh, it's, well, rocking in the sense that it, that it literally does rock. It's, it, it sways from side to side while you walk. You know, when I, when I take various steps, certain parts jiggle. You know, you read through the scripts. I'm like, oh, you want me to take my shirt off? I would have loved to have known this shit three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, it's been a very long time. But before we go any further, we are brought to you by Green Room 136, Malaysia's independent bag company specializing in the design and manufacturing of various urban carry gear. But don't take our word for it. Let's hear it from these people ourselves. Green Room 136, we approach every design utilizing the best available material to ensure our products are of high quality and will last a lifetime of use, carefully marrying form and function to crafting meaningful products that will assimilate to your daily livelihood. Our love for bags is not skin deep. 
Got that? We are infatuated by the many intriguing stories of conquests, adventures, dreams, and the many entrepreneurial feats of the people that carry our products. These are stories that inspire us to create, and we retell these stories in hope that they will inspire you. And they inspire me. My bag is... I'm, my bag is beat the fuck up. I beat the fuck out of my bag. I, mean, I, I beat the shit out of my Green Room 136 on the Pontianak shoot. And it fucking weathers it all. It weathers it all. It's an amazing, amazing bag. I'm very happy with it. You will be too. And if you use the discount code MACYAP10 on checkout, you'll get a 10% discount. Yeah, so just go to greenroom136.com and get yourself a bag. Yeah, do it. Tell them we sent you. Yeah. So, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. So, I mean, what we were talking about earlier before we started recording, um, my, you know, like I thought we were going to be recording this a little bit earlier, but we didn't. And my wife came back from dinner and then she started talking to us. And then now it's a hell of a lot later. It's Megan Fry's After Dark. That's right. Uh, but we were talking about it. Um, and I mentioned that I had read an interview with uh, Simon Kinberg, the producer of Deadpool, who's also directing the new X-Men film. He's basically the one-man brain trust of the Fox X-Men movies. Yeah, he's like the Kevin Feige of the uh, of the X Men of the Fox X Men movies, yeah. and the X Men cameo. Since we're since we're going straight into spoilers, yeah. the uh, the X Men cameo in Deadpool was done on the set of Dark Phoenix. Obviously, that's kind of how they did that. Because when, when they first saw that, the first, you know, you I, I was looking at it going, "Holy shit!" What did they get? Because the first thing you notice is like, "Oh fuck." It's that's Evan Peters. Oh shit, that's James McAvoy. Well, they, uh, people notice different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people because I think. Um, kid from the drummer movies in it what's his name he's the new cyclops what's his name uh ty sheridan yeah i think he's there but i've I, heard I, I, i've heard I, other people say it's not they're not sure i didn't see him i mm-hmm. saw the fir- i saw beast evan peters and i thought i saw mcavoy i definitely it, saw mcavoy yeah before it cut away i saw mcavoy and i'm pretty sure i saw sophie turner oh yeah yeah but beast was definitely nicholas yeah, holt well i mean it's hard not to yeah. it's but if you're gonna do that if you're gonna do that you're gonna do whole hot yeah you might so, as well do the whole thing I'm, guessing i haven't had a chance to see it a second time so i'm guessing oh i have actually seen it a second time oh you have yeah but it was a while ago it did look like them right because i saw that and, and my first thought was like oh shit they got them all like uh, to come to the deadpool set no 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 it was done no, no, no. it time. was it was through a door dude that's yeah, green yeah. screen motherfucker yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i didn't know that i was in the moment i was in the moment so i saw i saw deadpool in new york mm-hmm. uh, a couple of days before coming back home Oh, really? Tell me more about New York, please. Uh, oh, <laughs> building porn. Oh, New York in summer. It must be so nice. It's bipolar weather, man. It's, like, it's really bipolar weather. Like, one day would be hot as shit. And, like, bad heat. Like, dry heat. Like, you, you know, like, cook you. Yeah, but it's a dry heat. It's, yeah. You know, and then the next day would be fucking freezing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're just thinking to yourself, this makes no sense whatsoever. Mm. You know, and... New As York, a Malaysian, if you're from... If you're, if you're like me, you're from a temperate zone, you know, oh, this is what it's like. But New York rain is really, really fucking annoying. <laughs> was there a storm when you were there? There... I think, because well, we watched was, the Casey Neistat daily vlogs, and there was a storm around that time. I'm not sure where we were behind or not. I think, I think there was. There yeah. might have been like a storm warning where your phones were yeah, telling you shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a storm, because my mom was messaging me like, Gavin, I hear people are dying. Are you all right? <laughs> it's like, no, mom, I'm dead. <laughs> Stop messaging me. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing. like, I, I enjoyed Deadpool 2 a lot, mm. but I didn't love it. And I loved Deadpool 1. Like, I really love Deadpool 1. Mm. Uh, but, but just coming back to what I was saying about the, the interview with Simon Kimberg is that 
they they were working on Deadpool 1 for 10 years. That shit was gestating for the longest time. It took them 10 years to make that film. And then it was cancelled and they leaked the footage they, and then it got made. Yeah. But they had 10 years to really sort of develop it properly and yeah. to figure out the kind of film they were making. And with this, they had a fraction of the time in comparison. Yeah. Like, what, two, two years, three years max? Mm. Uh, that's to make the whole movie, which means for the script, it was even less. And I would imagine one of the great... It was even harder, I think, to maybe like a sort of replace dialogue with uh, with ADR because compared to the first Deadpool movie, we see a lot more of Ryan Reynolds' face in, mm. in Deadpool 2. Yeah. Uh, whereas in Deadpool, An actual Ryan Reynolds, not with makeup on. Yeah, yeah. So with, uh, with Deadpool 1, you would imagine they could continue to refine the dialogue in ADR right up until release mm. because... You know, and, and, and they obviously had different things that they were doing because of some of the lines that they use in the trailers for Deadpool 2 is not actually what he says. In and the I film. love that. I like that too. I'm so super happy with that because the jokes still work. But like the line about I had to go save all the, the, all the gluten, all the gluten yeah, is not yeah, in yeah, there, yeah, but it's, it's a similar there. line and yeah. it works just as yeah. well. And I really, I mentioned on BFM the review is like they out Marveled Marvel with their trailer Yeah, because the trailer gives you the impression that it's going to be not necessarily an X-Force film, but, yeah. the, but that X-Force is going to play a pretty significant role in it. And <laughs> X-Force like literally never... <laughs> never does fuck all. Never, like, they, they never get... Well, they get off the ground, but that's yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I found it... <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. I found it weird because it does start weak. Like, mm -hmm. it's like, it starts off with Deadpool just going and doing general jobs. Yeah. And you're like, you you're see, more... You see, you see, I didn't have a problem with that. But I know, no, but... No, 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 okay, okay, you go first, you go first. But in, go the, first. In, the, in, the, in the... When you look at the whole film as a whole... Yeah. Like, there is that scene, and again, we're talking spoilers, so this is your last fucking chance to, to jog on. They kill Vanessa, and then they have a jokey credits, Bond's credit scene, which the Bond credit scene's great, and you're yeah. like thinking, this yeah. is cool. Yeah. And then the credits start saying, wait, what? Yeah. Did you just do that? Yeah. And they, it's a Deadpool movie, so they can whip shot between these different tones. That's to be expected. Again, I read a remember, I remember when the first movie came out, I had to read a ridiculous amount of comics to write an article on them. Mm -hmm. So like, I was talking, I was breaking the fourth wall for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Because it was like, I read too many fucking Deadpool. Like I was literally, point, I was delaying the article. It was like, no, wait. There's four more miniseries I need to finish in time. Like I've already read like sixteen hundred. Yeah, but Deadpool's but not one of those. So that that shotgunning of tone. But Deadpool's not one of those characters where it's necessary for you to read all of the fucking. No, comics. no. But I wanted to be yeah, complete I, when I, I read an article on like the, his top moments. I understand. Yes. But for me, it was like that's such a shotgun of 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 tone, and it keeps doing that. And having listened to interviews and stuff afterwards, which shouldn't really color your tone of the movie, they need him to hurt in order to process the humor yes and it did take a while for that to level out and they didn't have a massive increase in budget for, i mean miller left the first one because he wanted to do a bigger bigger budget he wanted to do avengers with deadpool oh right. really so I mean, he, he wanted to go bigger and the other guy's like no let's keep it scrappy mm -hmm. so apparently that's why he left Right. That's, what okay. that, that's what the rumors are okay. All right. and it does have that feeling like some of the CG looks like there's a Deadpool look yeah and like you can see there's a grayness to the CGI yeah. stuff which yeah. works perfectly fine I, I have no issues with that no it's just like it's not Thanos it's not where you see the fucking stubble on the head yeah, yeah. and it works perfectly fine it's just that uh, the second time I watched it as well watching with a general the first time with a, the press screening audience is yuck it up yeah the general audience missed half the jokes right and 
not having an audience, and also I think it was a we went on a, a weird night. I think as well it was half full. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not having an audience laugh along lost a little bit of the, the the joy of it. Well, I mean, the thing is for me is that I saw it in a packed house, mm. um, and I think that the audience got most of the jokes. But the problem is, is that it's nonstop one liners. Yeah, and they don't all land. No, but that's I mean that's no, it's not a shotgun blast in the face. It's and again, a and again, gun and again, of humor. Again, I don't have so much of an issue with that because I, I had this sort of weird sort of realization. You know, sometimes you you you, you watch a film based on a character that that you that you know and that you love and all of that. And you, I found myself at one point going, "God, this is kind of annoying." And then as soon as I thought that, I realized that's Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool is an annoying. He's an annoying cunt. He, yeah. he's always been an annoying cunt. That's why everyone in the Marvel universe hates this fucker. And that's why maybe at the beginning it doesn't work so well because he hasn't got somebody else standing beside him going like, "I wish I finished college." Yeah, yeah. So, so like all of that stuff, and 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 Josh Brolin as Cable is a perfect foil. Yes. It's a perfect foil. So but it like takes when, a while for him to when, Yes, and when Deadpool's just going on the whole time, and 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 Josh Brolin's just like, oh, yeah, you uh, feel you it. Know, like, like like you get that, and I love that. The the thing. It's a very weird sort of sort of uh, conflicting feeling about it because I appreciate what they were trying to do, like what you were saying, like he needs to hurt for that humor to go in, for that humor to sort of come through, yeah. and that's why they killed off Vanessa and all of that. And Ryan Reynolds, he's ridiculously charming, yeah, and he is also. People forget sometimes that he's also a fucking good actor, yeah. You know, like if you've seen Buried, if you've seen The Nines, you know, I mean, this guy's a fucking good actor yeah. but we hate him but or you know <laughs> or, 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 as, or as my brother Duncan would say Ron Reynolds another rip cut yeah. you know but total rip cut total rip cut but the thing about it is is that they made the, like they brought the emotion the, the emotional quality of the film to to uh, to a realistic place mm-hmm and I just felt that that had no place in a Deadpool movie. Yeah, but they, they, it they felt they... it felt off. It felt off for me. And but you can threw... see how they painted themselves no, into a corner. No, no, no. I but I understand what they were trying to do because Deadpool can't go off and like fuck Thanos and like you know punch Galactus in the face and then still go home to the wife and kids. Yeah, you know what I mean, no, I get that. I get that. I understand why they did it, mm. and and I'm not saying it was the wrong thing to do, but I think that they took it to a point where it just got a little bit too real for a Deadpool movie and it was really hard to bring it back to that because because you would have something quite real happen you know like quite tragic yeah. and because of uh, the sincerity of Ryan Reynolds performance and the aha soundtrack yeah and the aha soundtrack that that and then but like less than a, less than 30 seconds later there'd be some weird joke mm. And that kind of weird shift from from one tone to another happened too many times, and it hap- and it was jarring. Mm. And it took. I mean, once they got over that shit, and once they started putting the team together, and once Cable came into the film, and the film it worked better, and the film kind of hit its stride. I was like, yes, this is this is what I want. This yeah. is what Deadpool is. But then you know? the surprise for me was when they brought the aha and the heartfelt. Like I was. I did not expect a Deadpool movie to be heartfelt. Okay, you and, see, and, like, okay, I, and I, like, I, this, the beginning stuff didn't work so well, but the later stuff mm-hmm. worked incredibly well. Yes, it did. It did. And I'm saying that, like you, you saying that you didn't expect a Deadpool movie to be heartfelt. I didn't have that kind of problem at all. I have. I would have no trouble believing that a Deadpool movie could be heartfelt because mm. Ryan Reynolds has said 
in interviews that the first Deadpool movie was a love story masquerading as a comic book movie. Yeah. This is a and, family film and, and, masquerading as a comic book movie. We'll talk later about what you saw in the US versus what we saw here because in the US as well, like uh, the first movie, there's the calendar sequence we didn't get here. Do you, have you heard of that? Oh, no. There's a whole sequence where in the first one, um, they're like, happy Labor Day and then right. they fuck. And then like, right. happy Women's Lib Day and then she fucks him with a dildo. Right, and it's like it's a series, and it's just a, seri- a long series of takes of all these different holidays. It's right, like right, Happy right. Suffragette Day or Happy St. Patrick's Day, and he's wearing a hat or whatever. Right, and it's just all this fucking that we did not get here. Right, You're, we'll we'll talk later about some of the stuff you might have seen because I don't think did you see Ryan Reynolds' baby penis? Yes. Yeah, we didn't get that. Right. Um, I'm, dis- <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm saying this on record. I'm disappointed I didn't get to see Ryan Reynolds' baby penis. <laughs> and the audience reaction was priceless. <laughs> it was priceless. We were sitting, we were sitting like uh, two rows behind, like uh, like the, the 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 people like two rows in front of us. They were, they were this uh, this black couple, Mormons. This black, this, <laughs> black, this black couple. Yeah. And they were just loving the shit out of it. And I forgot how much I miss watching movies with black people. Yeah. And that, that that sounds a little wrong. It's so racist, but but it's great because they're so involved. Yeah, and they have no qualms whatsoever about voicing their thoughts. It's again, and I, and it's I, kind of what I said Dead, about and the Dead, and Deadpool's a perfect movie for that. Yeah, Deadpool and horror flicks. Yeah, like you want to go and watch like a like an anniversary screening of Halloween with a black audience. Like mm. you absolutely do. Yeah. Like, these are people who could have seen the movie a hundred times, and they will still go, bitch, what are you doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the second time I saw the movie didn't have the same impact because people weren't reacting as much, and I, as a result, didn't react as much as well. Mm. And it was just a weird crowd. Yeah. But, like, the, and it was the same for the first Deadpool. Everyone who was there knew what they were getting, and mm. so they were laughing and going along with it, and you can't help but be buoyed up by that. Yeah, but I just... They, I yeah. mean, they did... They did do a good job. They managed to pull it all together. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I it's think, only even I think. I think like where where the the sequel is superior to the first film. Like first of all, the action. Mm. The action I feel is way superior. It's no surprise. It's fucking. It's got like another twenty million or like, wait, wait, wait. The first one was fifty million. No, no. I, I think a lot of it has to do with the director. Mm. You know. Oh, that's the thing. So yeah, there's like I don't know. There was something else I watched around the same time, and it was something also actually oriented and it was just like muddy bullshit mm. and you can tell this is one of the directors from John Wick because everything is very clear you yeah. can see what's going on yeah. when the train when the car when the when the convoy goes off the bridge and shit's happening like you're never confused it's not yeah. a Michael Bay Transformers movie yeah. you can always see what's going on yeah. and that worked incredibly well like even because there's a lot going on in that in that sequence and that sequence is the like the truck sequence in the first one yeah it's so, very similar so like uh, John Wick the two directors was uh, Chad Stahelski Chad Stahelski stayed on to direct uh, John Wick 2 David and, and David Leach went off to do uh, At- uh, Atomic Blonde mm. and David Leach is uh, directing this one and you can really tell like the as you say like the clarity of the action there's an ingenuity to the way the action is staged that I think trumps the first one hands down mm. there's, a, there's a Nerdwriter put a video up this, have you ever seen Nerdwriter on YouTube? Uh, I have not no. okay but he does I like mean, I know, I mean I know inter- he just analyzes shit he likes and stuff it's, it's like movies in Mikey but a little more yeah. on the nerdy side Yeah. and he did a video on why DC stuff movies suck and it's and that DC action doesn't work mm. and it's like uh, having watched The Incredibles this week it's the same thing where they're using their powers in new and interesting ways that the audience can like, wow, look at that. Mm. Whereas in the DC movies like uh, Justice League, mm. they're just punching things harder and harder. Yeah. And this does the same thing as well. Where like Deadpool's powers are not that interesting, but it's everything that happens around him or yeah. like, 
if he's going to deflect, he'd deflect one bullet with sword, it'll deflect more, but actually he'll miss half of them and they'll yeah, cut yeah. through him. And it's yeah. a, it wasn't so clear in the trailer, I think, but in the yeah. movie it's like it's fucking clear, and it's fucking funny, and everything that happens with Zazie Beats. Yes. With regards to her look power that is not cinematic. Yes. Works incredibly well. Very well. And uh, one thought that, one part that I thought worked very well was uh, when uh, Wade Wilson and uh, Firefist get thrown into prison. Like mm. the superhero prison. Oh, yeah. And then when Wade Wilson's powers are taken away, he's dying of cancer. Yeah, because all he has is like yeah. super cancer. Yeah. And the thing is, there's a point there where he looks more like comic Deadpool, mm, like yes. when he's lying on the bed or some of that, like yeah. it's, it's more like this, this, you know, like even when the comics when he pulls the mask off, he's got like white eyes. Yeah, there's like it's very close to that, and I was yeah. like, that's a nice touch. And Julian Dennison, everything he does, I mean, the second time around, the prison wallet really stuck hard. <laughs> <laughs> like from the moment he started speaking, just the Kiwi accent just cracks me yeah. up. Have you seen? Hunt for the Wilder People? No, I haven't yet. Okay, you need to watch I'm this. Fine. And everyone, you need to watch the movie. Because he's I fucking... Ge- Ricky Baker, he's fucking genius in that. That's why he's in this. I'll burn your balls off! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and and that bit... What is he like? What's that Oh, yeah, thing? he does the rope what, thing. He does the rope you thing. You can't see Gavin's doing the rope thing where he's like miming roping off and Deadpool's like, no, what are you doing? That's, that's, that's stupid. And it's like, it's a perfect summation of a kid fucking with you. Do we need to say what the plot is I mean no point right if we're doing a spoiler cast from the beginning this is only for people who've seen it yeah I mean like Vanessa dies Deadpool needs to she tells him I did like apparently they had like shot the whole scene of her in the house underwater and it just didn't work and they threw it all out oh yeah yeah they shot the whole thing underwater with like divers and shit and it just looked crap why would you do that well because they thought it might work and it didn't because the water was too murky and stuff like that. So they did it in CGA. You just need anyways. to watch the fucking documentary think, about the making of the abyss yeah. to know that that shit doesn't work. Life's abyss and then you die. <laughs> uh, that's the t-shirts they wore. But the scenes, I think, where he spins out when he's dying and he spins into death and spins out of death. Yeah. I just like, I love that effect. It yeah. looks like Ryan Reynolds is being spun by a fucking wheel underwater. And that great. But yeah, so he wants to, he can't join her in the afterlife until he's got his heart right. Yeah. And, and they're trying to have a kid. Mm. And, Which uh, is, a, again, weird way to go with Deadpool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Vanessa's, Vanessa's character has this whole thing about kids are our second chance to get it right. And and, and it and, takes him quite a while. It's not a quick thing. And He's it, like, fuck you, kid, for a long time. Yeah, and it's coupled with this other thing that she says where it's like, your heart's not in the right place. Yeah. And it takes Wade Wilson quite a long time to put it together that, that this kid... Uh, the, the Firefist. That, that Firefist. Worst is, name ever. Is his second chance. Is, yeah. is his opportunity to get it right. Is that? And I really like that it took him that long. It wasn't like, oh, I gotta save this kid. Yeah. It was like, shut up, kid. For seriously, yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah. No, I mean the the the, the thing uh, the thing is is that the writers and Ryan Reynolds they do get Deadpool. Yeah. They completely get Deadpool. So while there are aspects of the film that I might have had issues with, I never at any I never at any point felt that they lost track of who Deadpool was. Yeah. You know, and that is what kept the film sort of going for me. Yeah. It's like while they were going to places where I'm like, oh, I'm not sure I want to see this in a fucking Deadpool movie. I'm not sure this is absolutely necessary. I mean, it's done well and you people are committing to it, but I just don't, I just think it's the wrong movie for this. Mm. You know, but, but what sort of kept it going for me was the fact that Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah. Like he... (laughs) 
like the lines are dangerously blurred yeah. between him and and this character. Yeah. And also after the credits, he shoots himself in the face at the back yeah. of the head. Yeah. And like it's like you know it's like oh oh the Green Lantern script here comes yeah. the big times like yeah. sorry buddy yeah the and then he also shoots himself again in the head for the Wolverine Origins section again oh, genius genius like have you fix, heard fixing, Warner fixing all the timeless and, Warner and, and, Brothers and, and, tweet and, him saying like you have to give your Green Lantern ring back yeah 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 <laughs> and and also great way to start the film with uh, the toy Wolverine yes. The, 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 the Wolverine music box. Like, oh, like, he dies in that movie? I die in this it's one. It's like he was riding on our coattails by going R-rated. <laughs> one of the most genius things they did. Well, okay, there's two I'm thinking of right now. But the first one was, this is a family movie. Mm. It's like, are you thinking like death doesn't take place in the family movie? Bambi, motherfucker. Yeah. I, like, that was, again, they, they, that's so fucking smart. And then the second and, thing and, was and like. Was, and it was juxtaposed with the. An amazing action sequence going on in the background. Which one's that? Where did you say that? Well, like while while this VO is going on about like you know you may find this hard to believe, but that this is actually a. Family oh, when he's movie. killing all the guys. When he's killing all the guys, I thought that was genius. And there's like so, there's, and some of those are like he's like flinching, like annoyed and killing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah the guys yeah. like in the panic room, come out here and kill this motherfucker. It's like bang. It's like oh, that's gross. <laughs> I love that. So all of those things that you were talking about about him sort of like being like a like uh, just being like a, like an awesome mercenary mm. at the beginning, I had no problem with that. It makes total sense. But it, it's just overall when you look at it, when you look at it a second time, it feels a bit slow, right. or it feels a bit weird. But once it does, we can agree to disagree. Yeah, and I, I said once it gets going, and again, I did not expect the heartfeltness. And the thing is, I felt it, and they again laser targeted. Like literally, there was like there should have been a red light over my heart when they had him. Finally, getting to meet Vanessa and the fucking—it's the I think it's MTV Unplugged version of mm. Aha's Take on Me, yeah, which they played which earlier. I, which I love that version, and that, that version—that version is on a few of my playlists. <laughs> but when at that moment, like again, I did not expect myself to tear up. It was not—I wasn't going full frozen. But the fuck, nobody, t- nobody else noticed you t- that. T- Do you want to build a snowman? Is the same as Father? Can you hear me from Yentl? Like that blew my fucking mind. Oh really? I don't like I didn't. I mean, no I've, one. I've, I, I've, I've never ne- seen any articles. I've, I've never ne- seen any tweets. No one's ever joked about it. And it's like, hang on a fucking second. That makes perfect sense. It's just like nobody knows that uh, music of the night from Phantom of the Opera is actually School Days. What School Days? School Days, School Days. They're the oh. golden rule days. <laughs> no, like it, that, that. That's from. Uh, have you seen the movie Forget Paris with Billy Crystal and Deborah Winger? Nope. Where they're talk like uh, it's it's about marriage. It's a movie about marriage, and like the like uh, she's taking him to see Phantom of the Opera, and he's just like fucking bored. When Harry, you know, and then went to the opera with Sally. Y- yeah, and then like you know, he's like, I don't see how you know, like how could how could how, you know how how can this girl fall in love with him? It's like she fell in love with his soul, right? And then, <laughs> and then, you know, and then, and then he's like his, and then, and then Billy Crystal goes his soul. Let me tell you a story. The nicest, the <laughs> nicest kid in my ni- nicest kid in my class was a kid named Teddy Stein. Right, had a lazy eye, a little bit of a droopy lip, could not get a date. All right, <laughs> but this phantom with a pizza for a head, and suddenly women are creaming in their seats. It's ridiculous. You just pulling this out of your ass. <laughs> Oh, this is actually in a movie. No, I know, but you're pulling that quote out of your ass. I know. I've never even heard of this movie. This movie's brilliant. <laughs> What's it called? Forget Paris. Forget Paris. Check it out, guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. It is literally a Billy Crystal movie. He like wrote and directed it. <laughs> wow. No, it's it's funny. It's fun. Okay, but the, the aha thing blew me away. Um, do some other. Oh, 
I didn't realize until the end of the credits, but the juggernaut. Here's the fucking juggernaut. He's gonna. He's I'm, fucking. I'm, he's the, gonna, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I was surprised it wasn't Vinnie Jones. But did you think it was gonna be juggernaut? I had no idea. Like I was racking like, my like, brain. Like I really had no idea. Like they're constantly teasing it, and you're like, "Who could it be? Who could it be? Exactly. Like, what, who's that? Who's a big enough noise to be that? Yeah. Like maybe it could be Beast if they do something weird there. I I can't even think. In my mind, I was like, "Yeah, I was really like had no fucking idea." And when it turned out to be the Juggernaut, I was pleased as punch. And then, double fucking cream and cherry on top. Deadpool loves the Juggernaut. Yeah. That was just to add more. It's like, it's the fucking juggernaut! I fucking love this guy! <laughs> it's like, I've always wanted to be at the end, not now, <laughs> at the end of a juggernaut beating. And it, it, it that worked really well. I was just so blown away by that. And like, they threw away a little bit like Solo. So you haven't seen Solo yet, but Solo has like, it's the most in-joke, in-reference in Star Wars movie that doesn't need to have them. But in this, they do it so much better. Like, even when they're just walking up to school at the end, it's like, oh yeah, I'll wear the helmet so my brother can't read my mind. But yeah. he's in a wheelchair, so fuck him. Yeah. And it's like, they just made that, like, which was like, mid-90s, early 90s, 80s, like, comic thing. And yeah. they, they never really talk about that much anymore. But the Juggernaut is Professor X's brother. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, depending on the canon, or what yeah, the fuck's yeah. going on, depending on yeah. which writer. And <laughs> I just love, I mean, that is why they're like, they choose the perfect fucking. I was really surprised there was no reference to Mr. Sinister at all, considering it's the Essex school. Yeah, and um, was it the post credits thing on Wolverine? Oh, it was the post credits, it was the post credits thing on, on Apocalypse. Uh, Apocalypse. Yeah, they had the yeah. Mr. Essex thing. actually. When uh, also, when I was trying to fix also surprise Eddie Marsden, yeah. Like what the fuck? That guy just turns up in shit. Yeah, yeah, and he and he was great in it. Yeah, but um, like you bring up Mister Sinister for a split second, I did think that it, that Juggernaut might have been Mister Sinister. But also, how the fuck would you, you make that work? Yeah, like he's basically no. Colossus, but with like, um, kiss fucking flair. Okay. Yeah, but that when you've got Colossus in your movie. You could make a joke out of that. You could you could play with yeah. it. Yeah. And if there's any movie where Mr. Sinister might work, it's, it's a, a Deadpool, Deadpool movie. movie. You know? I love the whole thing with uh, Black Tom. Because, again, there's a, a podcast. I think it's like... You killed Black Tom! Yeah. You racist! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you've learned anything, cam uh, Cable, I hope it's you learn how to judge people by the color of their skin. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's that, talk about, that's let's, a good segue. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about Josh Brolin. Fuck me. Fuck, he looks good. Is there anything he can't do? He looks, he's, he's like, man, it's his, it's his fucking decade in the sun. But, like, he's in Sicario. Uh, Day of the something? Soledad? Yeah. He's in Sicario. Like, he's... And, like, and it's not going to affect him. Like, he's, he's, he's Thanos. What is the balls on this he's, guy? Like, you know, people used to worry about doing cartoon movies or comic book movies. You know, like, oh, it's going to change me forever or whatever. You do Batman, you're Batman forever. You do James Bond, you're Batman forever. He's like, I'll just do everything and I'll be amazing at them all and fuck all of you. But the thing is, is that, like, the front runner, the initial front runner for Cable was Michael Shannon. Which would have been... Which would have been... Fucking Amazing. amazing. Because I recently rewatched Premium Rush. <laughs> it's so good. Sorry, he's so he's good. So good. <laughs> it is a fucking crime that he was not nominated for an Oscar for Premium Rush or for Doctor Fucking Shitbird. <laughs> there he, there he is, Doctor Fucking, fucking Shitbird. Shitbird. 
Michael Shannon gets a free get out of jail pass. Oh, he's fucking. I love the fucking. I mean, that would have been weird. I think. I don't know. I can't see him with the flat top. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, we'll we'll never know. We'll never know. But I mean, we Roland. Can't... I mean, considering how confused and bizarre Cable is as a character, and had the way they threw them together in the comics was that. Uh, cable transported somewhere and Wade was in the way and they got bonded so they were both using something similar so they were stuck together in a way yeah but they managed to slimline his whole storyline it was like it was very purple his future which was very Days of Future Past which yeah, worked yeah. which was the last good X-Men movie yeah which worked quite well yeah. and even threw in Hope which is again a fucking bag of crazy you don't have to deal with because Hope is like uh, the last mutant after there's no mutants and some mm-hmm. other shit like, but they made it work yeah but it's fucking gone. That's a thing that would be a thing in a movie. Can you imagine that? That would be that would be the big thing in John Wick. Yeah. Whereas it's just like it's a throwaway gag here. The fact that the gun just keeps popping onto his shoulder and it looks yeah. so fucking good. That again, that's David Leach's action. Yeah. When he's just fighting and the gun just keeps popping up and the gun goes all the way up to eleven. Yeah. But he nails it. Like he is the cable you see in your mind. He's not wearing a ridiculous amount of pockets. They make a joke about Rob Liefeld. Like, oh, it's like, he's like some character someone dreamt up that couldn't draw feet. They actually say that. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I love the jabs that they take at, at the DC Universe. You're so dark. I, like, I was surprised they left that in. I thought that would be a trailer gag only. No, but my favorite, my favorite one was like, you know, it's like I met up with this guy, we started fighting, and we both discovered both of our moms are named okay, Martha. Martha. <laughs> I think for me, one of the ones that got the biggest laugh in the cinema was like, who are you? I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, how are they, I mean, I guess we reached that stage now where lawsuits are fine, or it's like it's it's we're going to make enough money that you're not going to sue us. I mean, it's it's, it's great because he's a character who can do that stuff, and those he, gags he, were fucking funny. He's probably the only character yeah. that can do that, and it just makes him like the perfect antidote to to like if you if if you're having any kind of like superhero fatigue, which. I am. Fuck. You know the guy who runs the bar? The grumpy cunt? Yeah. He fucking watched Deadpool 1 on a flight and fucking loved it. <laughs> this guy hates everything. Not just superheroes. Everything. Oh, speaking of watching movies. Don't name him. Speaking, speaking, <laughs> speaking of watching movies on flights, I mean, slight detour. I saw Hostiles. Oh. It's brilliant. Wait, Hostiles is the... The Christian Bale Western. Oh. It's fucking brilliant. Okay. I mean... It's brilliant watching it on a plane, mm-hmm. which means it's probably very good mm. not on a plane. When you're not oxygen starved. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved it. It was amazing. It's one of Christian Bale's best performances. Mm. Back to Cable. Yeah. One-Eyed Willie. Yeah. They, they got a Goonies reference. Yeah, they got a Goonies reference. You, you got to have a Goonies reference It's in so there. good they put that in there. I think, I think there's a couple moments. Uh, even, what did you think of Deadpool's dying sequence? Do you think it went on a little too long? It did go on too long, but that was the point. Yes. But it went on, even with that, it went a little too long yeah. for me. No, but, but like uh, the audience that I saw it with, like when, when he was dying, they were quiet. And then he went on and they started laughing. Yeah. And then they laughed even louder. And then they laughed less. Yeah. And then when it went on more, they just erupted into more laughter. And then he asked Colossus to say fuck just once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I mean, it was one of those things. Was like, did it go on too long? Yes, but that was the point. Yeah, no, I, and Family Guy Simpsons do this very well, where it's like it's it's funny, then it stops being funny, then it gets funny ah, again. I just thought ah. that was a bit too far, but no, that's Ray Romano. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. This is this is in the Kevin Smith podcast. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, 
I was expecting like uh, maybe it's just like the mask is too fresh in my mind because the mask is always fresh in my mind where it's like you like me you really like me you know that was the same gag yeah, when yeah. he dies in that yeah but uh, yeah that was that was a good thing I was surprised where they went with the time travel element of it I was thought they go back further or whatever or I, mean, I was slightly worried about that because that means that he doesn't Deadpool doesn't know about it's not his time with Vanessa or does he still remember he doesn't remember that right because he didn't get he didn't get that far yeah well I mean. I the the impression that I got of that is that he does know. Mm. It's like he's the one who's changing everything. Mm. So he does. Also, know. he breaks the fourth wall, so he knows what happened before. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it just sort of it, it, it to me it was just like a way of going like, don't worry, she'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> and I think even one of the interviews I heard, they're thinking like at this point now that we've retconned our whole thing, yeah, maybe we'll do copycat. Mm. So, but let's talk about Zazie Beats. I got nothing to say other than a, like, other, other than like a sh- to like, stealing the show to stealing the show like uh, and no but what what I was gonna say is that she comes very very close to how I felt about Tessa Thompson in in uh, <laughs> in Thor Ragnarok full on like, there, there's just like fucking all all of these crazy amazing like fucking African American uh, ladies ladies that doing I'm it for ju- you. That, that I'm just that, that, that are just totally doing it for me and it's it, it's amazing she just walks in there and just like nails it yeah like there's no slight worries about anything at all yeah. it's just like the arguments and Peter is awesome Peter is and that's Rob <laughs> Rob Delaney yeah yeah cause like and like his headshot is his photo from a couple of years ago he's been yeah, living yeah. high on the pig in the UK for a while so it's like yeah, it's yeah, a bit yeah, big. Yeah. I did like the joke from the trailer they left it in it's like it's time to hit LinkedIn <laughs> and like that's that's fucking funny but the vanisher gag is fucking great uh, the whole uh, the whole X-Force thing the whole X-Force thing is just genius and it's genius it's only genius because of the trailers yeah which is great but the other thing is I never thought I'd ever hear someone say Mojo World on film <laughs> like that's a like it's a weird part of the comics and like we kind of gloss over it like you don't it, but it's like it's something you never expect to hear and he's like yeah it's from Mojo World I'm better at everything apart from and the second time around as well, the fucking uh, was it? There's a wind, a wind warning, not some mm. wind warning, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, wind yeah. advisory yeah. or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, 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 yeah. And like even Weasel says it to Cable. It's like there's a fucking wind advisory, like <laughs> it, it, separate from the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, but like when you watch it the second time, they're constantly talking <laughs> too high. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And you ever did that in Hollywood before? And they all fucking die. <laughs> but that shot, that shot of Peter, like flying, flying, uh. is just even though you've seen it like uh, in the trailers a couple of times, to see it in the actual film when X Force like buys it, it was just like they were just laughing their ass. Yeah, it, I think that's the moment where it kicks into high gear. Yeah, that really is, and it, I, apparently that wasn't always there in the script. It was like they needed something to get from. Um, Earlier on to the the fight scene on the train and on the on the, on the, the land train and they, they hadn't got something in in between there and they added it in and it, it works so fucking well. <sighs> also, he breaks Cerebro, but it smells of Stewart, not McIntyre. Yeah, I was a little disappointed in how they tra- uh, treated uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I thought she'd be in it more. I would like more of her in it, but uh... but kudos to them. It is the first openly gay relationship in a comic book movie ever and they didn't have to put wait, wait, he was Shadowstar he was the gay it was someone from Alpha Flight was the first comic gay guy right yeah I think so yeah, yeah. Sun, Sun Star, but, uh, Yukio Yukio 
Hi, Wade. Hi, Wade. That's Hi. a fun gag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it constantly runs throughout. It's Again, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not funny. It's funny. Yeah. Or the, what was it, the... <laughs> The say anything fucking scene with the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like the house of the house of eternal virgins or something. He calls the X the X mansion. No, it was I, a good movie. I, I thought, liked it. I thought it worked really well. Um, I mean, like, I mean, I still stand by what I said. Like, I I prefer the first one, mm. but I really enjoyed the second one. And now Drew Drew Goddard's doing X Force movie. Yes, and okay, so yes, so Drew Goddard was script consultant on this. Yeah. Because he's going to do an X-Force movie, which is the X-Force at the end. Yeah. But how is that not Deadpool 3? Well, I mean... Because, like, I mean, again, if you look at X-Force, it's been many things over many years. But one of the most recent, more popular ones was, like, the fact that they were the X-Men's Black Ops team. The shit the Cyclops wouldn't do. Yeah. They will go out and murder somebody because they know they're going to be bad. And it was Wolverine, Cyclops, Deadpool... Still breaking the fourth wall. Like, like and I think there was gags. I, I have a few of them where they were going to... There was a, a, Apocalypse had been reborn as a child. And they were searching for that to kill him. But like, while Wolverine is facing the camera in panel, Deadpool's talking to the fourth wall in the background. Which reminds me that uh, <coughs> the character of Cable is one of the few characters that can you can say that was actually created by two people. Because mm-hmm. he was initially created by Chris Claremont. Mm-hmm. But as a, as a baby. Oh yeah, and, and there's also like, and then Rob Liefeld was the one who sort of like reimagined him as an adult. And it, and then when he when he first turned up, he wasn't Nate Summers. Mm. He was like a bad, a big bad, and then yeah. they brought that together, and then this Yaskani thing happened, and Jesus Christ, the X Men's complicated. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you know Scott Summers and Jean Grey went into the future to raise Cable, and then but he's not really Cable. There's also an X Man is also the same guy, but from a different timeline. And there's a Rachel Summers whose parents don't exist anymore because, you know, comics are weird. Yeah, I <laughs> I stopped a while ago. I was surprised they didn't put more pockets on camp. I didn't really care. Yeah, but pockets are <laughs> But yeah, that's our, uh, that's our Deadpool spoiler cast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope if you enjoyed the film. Yeah. If you have any comments or criticisms, whatever, you can email us at podcast at mcgappinfries.com. That's podcast at mcgappinfries.com. And don't forget to go to greenman136.com and show them some love and use the offer code greenman, not greenman, use the offer code <laughs> mcgapp10 to get 10% off your next purchase. You can find us both on Twitter. Uh, I'm at gavyap. I'm at McNasty Prime. He's at uh, McNasty Prime on both Twitter and Instagram. And Xbox Live and PlayStation Live. I'm on Instagram at GavYap77. And you don't play video games? No, I don't. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. X-Force. Isn't that a bit derivative? <laughs> Lazy writing. <laughs>